a high half moon in the morning sky during our walk in the neighborhood. Tasty turnips and gaikon at breakfast. A hyacinth purple just about to bloom by the front gate. And now, lights, camera, and the second day of Young Men Zhongzhen. Good morning, good afternoon. Welcome in from the 10 directions, Dharma brothers and sisters, teachers. On this second day of Young Men Zhongzhen, I wonder what's alive for you now in the retreat experience and in the meditation experience. For me, Watching Duan Sunim make notes for this talk so that he could translate it into Spanish for our Dharma friends in Mexico uh, made me think I should speak a little less and more simply. I know I can go on. So I try my, in my own way to do that and also I found that uh, getting back on the mat and cushion much more is like getting back home. So I'm happy we're doing it together. It's um, nice to have a little concentration and clarity in our practice. But they aren't something that we need to seek. Because when we take up meditation, in some ways it's like going um, on a walk for miles and enjoying the scenery or traveling or a trip because many things are part of the process. And rather than picking and choosing some that we like and don't like, constantly learning to be with other, whatever comes up in the moment and bringing our practice to it. Yesterday, I 
did some little review with you of things I'm sure most of you knew before, but the things often that we know, we don't always get them regular and as a routine. And it's really important for the retreat and our wonderful survival to do these routines. For instance, always realigning our body. Remember, we went through that yesterday. And uh, just, just reminding you of the points so that even whatever position you're in, you do a little relining. You bring your hip bones slightly forward. It's almost energetically. It's not a big physical movement. This morning, I was helping Sogan who's one of our residents and who's attending the retreat with the placement of his head because he tends to have it out of balance. And I watch him all the time. And so I was really happy to go to him and to just very gently and touch his chin to bring it down a little bit and ask him to move the back of his head just slightly back to push my hand very slightly. At first, he did it quite with a big, strong effort. And I said, no, a little more intimately. And he did, and it was just right. So you have to remember when you're doing all of this lining, aligning, it's very intimate, very subtle. The inner eye, goes to each of the places in the body, while the outer eye may be just present with what the moment brings you in the two or three feet in front of you. So gently, the hip bones energetically move forward, lifting the breastbone imperceptibly up. allowing the shoulders to release and succumb to gravity. The shoulder blades at the back to come very closely, a little closer together. And now the chin. We have to work with our head to get it in balance because it makes a difference to how much ease we have with our posture. So the chin comes drawn in just a little bit and we take the back of the head back very slightly because it's our tendency to always have our head hanging forward. And then we did after the aligning, the relaxing by doing the beginning of a body scan and I'm kind of repeating it because almost all of you were here, but not everyone. And so that you get the idea of the, the routines that we are trying to develop as retreatants together. And so that you can also do them when we're not together to help you with this pose of joyful ease. Isn't that a wonderful name for the meditation pose? So let's just do a little bit of the body scan. Again, starting 
with the scalp, being present, bringing our visual awareness to our scalp, experiencing. Relax, relax, relax. Releasing tension toward the earth. Eyes, bring your visual awareness to your eyes. Experiencing Releasing tension toward the earth. Relax. 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 Please bring your visual awareness to your mouth and your jaw. Just letting the mouth hang very slightly open. Experiencing this mouth and jaw. Often with the experiencing, we can breathe in. And on the exhalation, release tension toward the earth. Relax, relax, relax. Now, would you do two or three parts of your body on your own? Include one of your organs, maybe your lungs, maybe your stomach, perhaps your heart. And any place that chronically is stiff for you. Go slowly. Just take two or three minutes to go to two or three places. Please go ahead. Please finish off wherever you are, knowing that what you've done already will affect the rest of your body. Learning to deeply relax. It's a great generosity to yourself. 
And also, if you learn it well, you can share it with someone else. That yoga teacher that I had, that I spoke with you about last night, used to always say, 10 minutes of good, deep relaxation is worth two hours of sleep. Yeah. All right. So just making a little bow to end that part. Move your body a little bit if you need to. Just being responsive, kind of almost intuitively. And then the one um, new thing that's very practical that I would like to share with you today is uh, what's called power breathing. Sunim taught it to me many years ago. And it's about bringing more oxygen into our system. And what is always carried on the breath when we breathe, besides oxygen, is prana, vital energy, sometimes called chi. And so by doing these 10 deep breaths at the beginning of meditation, in the midst of meditation, can, all, can brighten our bodies and minds. And that he instructed me, and I have instructed many people over the years since, and how it goes is that we inhale quite slowly to the count of 10 through the nostrils and really feel the prana entering. It's at that place at the back of the nostrils. It's a cold place. You'll feel a little cool there. And then... Also on the count of 10, so you're going very carefully. Exhale. So let's try the inhalation first. It's good to be aligned so that your upper body and your breathing mechanism is the best you can get it. So we inhale in the nostrils slowly. Okay, start again, because I, we should have started with the count. So, and it will be different for each of us, but I'll do one demonstration because some of us will be able to take a long, long breath and other breaths will be shorter. So we harmonize the count with that. So inhaling, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, and then pursing the mouth, blow out. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. So that's one complete power breath. Your focus is on the in breath, on the nostrils inside where it's quite cool. On the out breath, with the lips pursed, just the gentle flow of air. Focus right there. So let's do it. We usually, Sunim would say 10 times. So with the practice of the 10 times, you become, it becomes more natural. 
but it takes some concentration because it's not just your organic breathing in and out. It's a little more forced, emphasized. Okay, so let's try once more with my count. Inhaling one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, and release. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Go ahead on your own and do two more. And then when you finished your second one, simply make a bow so I know that you are finished. And then while waiting, just go to your meditation method. You'll find that it may be even a little more intimate just as a result of the power of breathing, the relaxation and the alignment. Okay. I would like to finish with this just about six minutes. I went over time last night. I'm sorry if that inconvenienced a lot of you. I heard this story. When the Buddha first began to teach, a magical deity visited him in the night and ask the question, the inner tangle and the outer tangle, this generation is entangled in a tangle. So I ask you, who succeeds in untangling the tangle? Want to hear it again? One more time. The inner tangle and the outer tangle, this generation is entangled in a tangle. So I ask you, who succeeds in untangling the tangle? The Buddha's answer was simple and direct. The one who sits down in the middle of his or her life and looks with attention, calm and resolute, has a chance to untangle the tangle and relieve suffering. So sitting down in the middle of our life, And then it goes on, it's not about oversimplifying or setting up strict rules and regulations. Rather, it is to get into the tangle, experience it, practice with it, and join the knot of entwined life. And it's moment by moment, just this, just here, 
now because when we think of the entangled life wow so as students of meditation of students of zen buddhism we work with the moment and the richness of wisdom and upaya skillful means emerges from a well cultivated moment in the and i think as it's springtime a well cultivated moment in the garden of your life yeah with its weeds with its soil with the beauties of every kind of plant so friends may a richness of wisdom and upaya abound from your many well cultivated moments this day please enjoy and i hope to see you at this evening's practice time together and um